Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast. I like to say the only podcast that you didn't know you needed. I say to my friend Josh, it's just you and me, buddy. The pictures now are falling. There's no trace at all. And the voices that were calling no longer call. Say hello, Josh. Hold on, I got to sing the rest of that song. All of your life. Faces. There we go. Faces. Great. On the- great song. And I, I have to apologize. I, we got into an argument on one of the previous episodes, probably way back. You know, I, I blurted out the line of, uh, you know, how, you know, lyrics are not as important as melody and stuff like that. And I was like, to this day, do any of us know what the lyrics faces mean, you know? And right. uh, now I can't really remember, but Kelly talked about it in a, an interview where one I just of his, read this, one of his friends or something was maybe his having sister. some, was having some issues. Yeah. And so it came from that. So, okay. That made it, you know, that, so what, it's funny. You brought that up what I just read about it and, um, and I'll get away from that, but it's at his his sister, Christy, of course, she was having some nightmares and his <laughs> mom was saying to him, now this is what I read, so it could be wrong. Yeah. You know, you could you could probably call him and find out. Yeah. But he said uh, in the interview, he said that um, his mom had actually given him the first line of the, you know, faces now or pictures now or on the wall and all that. And he's like, hey, that's a line. I'm right and taking that. And he wrote the song based off that because it's talking about sister having nightmares. Anyhow, Poodle. Uh, faces was interesting just because do you ever, and not to get off topic, but did you ever get a song out of nowhere just pop into your head and you can't, nothing triggered it, but you're walking around all day just singing a song. Well, and that's I, what Faces today. I've been watching Faces all day and I'm like, why? I haven't listened two, to anything. Two stories on that. A lot of times it's the guitar solos from Night Ranger. So I'll be, you know, it'll be this guitar solo. And then I got to sit there and try to go through the whole guitar solo. Yeah. Because it's hard, you know, with a song, you can kind of get the, you know, lyrics kind of build you to it. And it's like, but I'm in a guitar solo. And finally you work your all the way through it. And it's like, you know, it's, I know tonight guitar solo from Big Life or here she comes again, guitar solo. I'm like, but it gets the, stuck in your head. And you're like, how is that? And then there was another song one time. It was like this heavy song. And I'm like, what song is that? And it bothered me because I could not get the riff out of my head. Yeah. Finally, it, I I got it. It was from Jack Blade's first solo album. Um, nice. Top of the a song called Top of the World. Okay. And I, it actually, the riff reminds me of a lot of Audio Slave. That's who I thought it was. All right. I have um, to pull that one up. I can't call, recall that one. And uh, and what's funny is when I was in the Monsters of the Mountain last year, I was with Jack and we were driving and I told him that. And he's like, I don't I don't remember remember that song. <laughs> I, ha- I had it in the, the back. I was like, you want to hear it? He goes, absolutely not. <laughs> uh how, but, uh, how awesome is that? That's a but, great little story. Uh, but yeah, that was one. I was like, because I don't, it's not an album. Obviously, I don't, I don't listen to it often. Right. Uh, and it's only what, 15, uh, 18 years old to where I've been listening to Seven Wishes since 1985. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, so those yeah. resonate more to where I'm like, what is this riff? I'm like, it's heavy. 
I'm thinking audience. I never once thought Night Ranger. Yeah, Jack you don't. Blades, right. And then, and then suddenly, you know, on top of the. I'm like, wait a second. That's, uh, that's Jack Blade somewhere. That's not Chris Cornell. Yeah. So uh, there we go. Um, but uh, I. Uh, so we digress. So uh, let's get back with the show. The, the, so the last episode we did, Joshua, you did. I did. Uh, was the interview with Johnny Cola from Huey Lewis in the news. How which, cool was that? How cool was that? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, I was talking, you and I were talking just, I think it was last night we talked about this and I said, I'm fascinated by the, the amount of comments I saw on the page with the crossover of how many people went, man, I love Huey Lewis in the news, or that was my first concert. Um, <coughs> so I was, I was kind of a pleasant surprise by that. Cause I was like, you know, when you first told me about the interview and I'm like, ah, where's this going to go? You know, and I, you know, again, I was wrong on that. The people uh, responded to it. So uh, you tell me any stories or anything you got. Well, on I mean, I just like hearing those stories of here we are basically club bands eight or nine years. And finally, you somehow make it. You know what I mean? It's, I love to hear those, um, those stories. And, you know, and I mean, think about being in the 70s, early 80s in the Bay Area. Number one, you've got someone like, you know, Journey is then huge. I mean, obviously, you're going to have bands like Grateful Dead, Jefferson Starship, bands like that at that time period who were from there. But you got bands like Clover. Soundhole, which are the Huey Lewis and News guys, Rubicon, Ranger, YT. Um, you got bands like Kid Courage and for uh, whatever the zip code was, which was Eric Martin from Mr. Big. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so you got all these bands just coming up, and that, and I'm sure there was bands with talent that never made you know, never got the big break, um, either. So just to have all that talent and that you know, that, uh, that area. And then, you know, Night Ranger and Huey Lewis and the news, Huey Lewis and the news breaking a little bit earlier than Night Ranger, but, uh, Huey Lewis and the news got a little bit lucky too. It's almost like they had where we've talked about, and even the guys in Night Ranger have talked about how they were kind of one more big album away to go into that next echelon. Yeah. And a lot of those bands, Survivor, Loverboy, night ranger ario speedwagon they had they rolled the early to mid 80s but then about 87 on their albums didn't do well uh huey lewis kind of broke that a little bit with four that album had a, a slew of hits on it too which pushed them out a little bit longer so they kind of had that extra yeah. album to to uh move up but um it was a great episode a lot of great rubicon stories uh early jack blades brad gills kelly kagey stuff and we learned the biggest thing that uh penny is one of the first original songs um it's it dates back to stereo which we didn't know the only thing we really knew was young girl in love probably came from that era and that uh, he sang on the demo and uh yeah he, i mean that's, he said that's the one recording out of his whole career he doesn't think he has I thought he got pleased to be so, that sitting somewhere. Yeah, was, well, next time I had, he asked, he told, asked me next time I talked to Jack to, you know, hey, do you have that? Um, 
so if he does I have, i'll give him his contact and let them work it out put me in the middle somewhere so i get a copy um, yeah that's it just we need the <laughs> exclusive fans of motion uh well i want to say quick real quick kudos to you josh for i i don't think you know none of us know this this knowledge and you you kind of do a lot of digging and you find out these little you know i would have never put it together without just because i would have never uh, done the dive to find out this guy I briefly played with everybody, you know, the, the connections, it's like the six degrees of separation thing. So kudos I, to you for, for digging. I that just up. knew that he was very briefly in Rubicon. Um, yeah. That's really it. I, you know, he was in the news. Um, so then when I started digging more into Clover and Soundhole, I've started to find some of my old Rubicon clippings and stuff. And I'll have to post it. I keep meaning to, I got a manage like a management advertisement. So it's like whatever management company it was. And it's like, here's the bands that we advertise in the Bay, Bay area. And I have it because it says Rubicon, but if you look down farther, it's Clover. Yeah. Is on there, which is Huey's band. So, uh, yeah. and you don't have to be a night Ranger fan. Like, Oh, I don't want to, the, the stories are just good. Those um, are great stories. And that's the, the beauty of podcasting. Yeah. The stories are good. You get a, you know, you get an idea of what the atmosphere was like in the seventies in that Bay area where night Ranger was coming up. Um, and you just hear, yeah, you know, me and Huey are in competing bands and just here it is before, yeah. you know, they ever became Huey Lewis and, well that's awesome and hopefully he becomes a friend of the show a friend of the show and um um, hopefully some people uh find some stuff out and they'll dig a little deeper and maybe we'll get some huey lewis fans jump over and see our numbers going what do you you think of this well that's that's just awesome i think it's one of the greatest kiss album covers yeah look i even got the uh matching uh damn dude you're way cooler than me today i got a ball of rubber bands oh there you go and I got my Night Ranger and the band yeah, played on. I would now. I did wear this to my doctor's appointment today because I like them to. Uh, I want them to ask me questions about it so I can talk about Night Ranger to people in elevators. There you go. Sometimes they don't ask. I just start talking. But you know what? That's on them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> elevators is always a great place to start a conversation. <laughs> um, or to pass gas. I mean, I'm not judging. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> um. So, anyways, let's get to some uh, Night Ranger news, shall we? Ranger. Uh, say so. Let's just start with uh, this. Is actually probably going to be the quickest turnaround. So we're recording on on Tuesday. I've been sick as fuck for the last week. This is the best I've felt in a week. I don't know. I think uh, they test me for COVID negative, flu negative. I think I just have too much blood in my alcohol system. Wait, um, do you have monkeypox? And you're not telling us? I I reckon I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um you know uh is there a night ranger song about that uh so uh um friday this coming friday may 27th kings of chaos is playing uh at the indianapolis motor speedway the indianapolis 500 will be on sunday i'm sure they'll have probably time trial stuff like that for uh, friday and saturday with some other stuff anyways uh that friday is there's Rick Springfield and then Kings of Chaos, Sebastian Bach, Lita Ford, John Waite, and a slew of others, including um, Night Ranger's very own 
Jack yeah, so Blades. Real quick, breakdown. Kings of Chaos is just kind of a, a super group. Yeah, so I mean, Kelly was Kelly. I mean, what do they do? They play covers. They do. I think they just you know kind of like what Kelly Kagey did back in the mid two thousands. Scrap metal, which started out as him, one of the Nelson brothers, and Mark Slaughter, and then yes. they had a couple of musicians just playing another lead guitar or something like that. Right. To where then they would have special guests come in, so maybe it would be them with Eric Martin. And then them with uh, whoever, okay? So the musicians aren't always the same. So Duff McKagan, I know, has done some of these dates um, along with some others. So basically, it's the name, and then they can pull in who whatever big names they've got available for a weekend, bring them in. So <laughs> you'll probably see them do, I would say, Don't Tell Me You Love Me. Uh, maybe Sister Christian with Jack singing, which has happened before on Shaw Blades. Um, and maybe you can still rock in America, which when we when when you saw Scrap Metal and they did Don't Tell Me You Love Me, Kelly sang it. So um, it's yeah. not uncommon for them to, you know, sing the song. So now have you ever seen Scrap Metal or Kings of Chaos? Have you ever seen one of those type things? I feel um, like I saw a scrap metal video a lifetime ago. Uh, I, and I don't, it was probably them doing Sister Christian if I had to guess. But I, I don't. I think I saw the first scrap metal show. And it wasn't scrap metal then. Yeah, they had something else, right? Well, it was, it was actually down in Nashville, um, Tin Pan Alley. They were doing like a songwriters convention. And I can't think of what the venue was called, the Canary or something like that. Canary cannery maybe something like that and yeah uh, there's a, a venue there it's a mix it's got like three rooms cannery road it's got the mercy lounge and the high watt mercy lounge that's where it was right there yeah it's all one big building all right so it was it was kelly mark slaughter one nelson brother who was on the uh lose your lose weight on vh1 um and then oh, yeah <laughs> uh i can't remember they had like a session guitar player and then they had special guests join them for, so they had this guy, the guy who wrote um, one of the Stevie Nicks solo songs. He came and performed it. They played the music. Red Beach and Kip Winger showed up and they played a couple of Winger songs. Alex Call, um, he showed up, he co-wrote the Jenny song. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Um, so there were different um, artists that showed up, and then I think after that, then they adopted that scrap metal name and started doing some gigs. Um. So, but yeah, so this Friday, Kings of Chaos, um, Indianapolis. If, you, if you're there, go see Mr. Jack Blades, and then Saturday, you got. May 28th, which is uh, the very next night, Norman, Oklahoma, you got Night Ranger with Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. Um, those tickets are only like five bucks. It's like a festival that the casinos have. I think maybe outside. I could be wrong. But so there's links everywhere. Linktree, the, the website's been updated. 
uh, if you're just happen to be celebrating Memorial Day weekend and passing through Oklahoma, like many of us do, um, you can uh, stop there and for five bucks, go see Night Ranger and uh, some uh, Starship and relive like it's the fall of 85 again. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> June 1st, Billings, Montana. Night Ranger hitting the Montana region region. I wanted to go to the show. It's on a Wednesday. It's a theater. Um, Montana's beautiful. If you're in there, make sure you go and drive a little bit and go see the uh oh shit, little big horn. The uh yeah, where that battle took place, very cool national park. Also, the uh Billing Mustangs, the single way farm team for the Cincinnati Reds. Um, they play in Billings and they are home all week. So you can go see minor league baseball. That's what I was going to do, but um, just decided that just takes too much of my time to go on that trip. And I got some other things planned. Friday, June 3rd, Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, I think there's going to be a venue change on that. So keep your eyes out. Um, I don't know anything else beyond that. Um, still going to be in Grand Junction, just switching venues. And then after that, they head to Europe, play a couple dates, uh, Sweden Rock Festival and something else. So then they'll be in Europe. And then the one new show that's been added, I think, since we last talked is the California State Fair in Sacramento, July 17th. There you go. You want to fly out to that one like it's 1997 again? Dude, man, I'll tell you what, I would in a heartbeat. Grab the wife's credit cards. Yeah, it's probably not the best thing I could do. Yeah, you know, just try it and God, that would be great though. What you do is you invoke that for worse clause after you do it. <laughs> um, so uh there you go. Um you see any of the clips from last weekend? So Night Ranger is supposed to be off last weekend. And <laughs> uh the uh 29 Palms US Marine Corps had a we salute, you know, your service concert for the marines out there and i think it was billy carrington a country singer that was supposed to be performing caught covid and had to cancel at the last minute night ranger was asked to fill in they were able to so that's where you got the night ranger just all of a sudden having having a show out there um and uh did you did you get to see any of the the videos? Yeah, well, I so um, the 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 one that I was gonna bring up later on in the shoutouts, uh, Brandon Williams posted the uh, the crowd surfing video. Yes, uh, uh, which is uh, <laughs> that's just awesome. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I I saw the video and it's just like, you know, you know, sister Christian. Also, I see fucking people, you know, going. Yeah. I was like, uh, like, and then like, there's other songs like where you just, you know, they kick into these notes and you just see this rat. It's like a European Judas Priest or Iron Maiden crowd just going nuts. I'm like, I just feel like I haven't lived, you know, like, uh, like, fuck, I haven't body surfed the sister Christian. Um, Well, so I was going to ask, I've been to a lot of concerts in my day and I think you've been to your share. I don't know what it takes to motivate you to say, I'm going up, like I'm going. Well, I would assume Sister Christian is not that song. Well, I can Great tell song. you. I, I, can, I would I, think something like Skid Row's Monkey Business I might can't, be the one that gets you right, up there. Back, right back to <laughs> I. I would tell you probably 
for most things alcohol all right <laughs> so um so alcohol always helps number one you know you're in the military you're probably out in the middle of fucking nowhere there ain't fucking nothing to do holy shit we're having a party okay that's just how it is right um and the music's good you're with friends sure. you know the song let's go wild um i talked to Aaron. want to do a little name drop and i talked to mr brad gillis earlier today and i familiar with him that came up and he said that was the wildest crowd he's ever played to maybe outside of ozzy yeah um but he said that's the wildest crowd he's ever played to it looks like everybody was having a blast. And what's funny is there were people who originally who have written on some of these posts, like on the 29 Palms post, you know, like their website, where they were disappointed when Rodney Carrington canceled. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing to do out there. So they still went and then ended up loving it. Do you remember Rodney Carrington's, uh, not Rodney Carrington, shit. Um, Rodney Carrington's the comedian. Uh, Billy? Billy Currington. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rodney Carrington's great, by the way. If you, uh, yeah, he could you, have COVID too. We don't know. Uh, what's funny is I had, when I was in Iraq, the guy I bunked with wasn't really a bunk. We just fucking made beds out of plywood and ours yeah. were next to each other. But uh, he was a guy from Alabama, sound just like Rodney Carrington, right? You just hear like this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But he was Filipino, like a big oh, Filipino guy. Yeah, it's like the two didn't go together. It always That'll fucked, bump you a little bit. Uh, like, Wait a minute. That always, uh, you know, fucked me up. Well, you know, shit, you serious? You know, you do shit like that. That's not what like, you expect. I'm like, all right, dude, fuck it with me. But uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. But uh, there you go. Uh, <coughs> um, yeah. What else the, you got in the news? Well, all right. So uh, Billy, Billy Currington. Billy Currington is he's still releasing records had big hits probably to, you know i know what was the big one uh about the he uh i, I like beer or whatever i only uh, know garth brooks songs uh people are crazy that song Vanna good people are crazy that song that was a huge song so younger people probably you know, obviously know that and then when oh he got canceled for this 80s rock band that played sister christian oh this is going but then they go like most people do the night ranger shows like holy shit this rocks so uh and uh it kind of reminded me as well of uh so probably the craziest like pit i've ever been in um maybe megadeth yeah megadeth was in there but i'd say number one number one was probably skid row like there was, yeah there was no opening band it's a club yeah <clears throat> and so you're everybody's packed in there for two hours and i just remember being now I, I wasn't front row most time i was in front row could hold on to the railing i was like second row so i could just there's no one on stage and you're moving and getting picked up off the ground and then when they came on it was just all hell's breaking loose i was with I was still in high school. I was with this kid and he never got it. Hadn't got his growth spurt yet. So he's kind of, you know, he was really short yeah. and someone's body surfing and they fall and I see him 
go down into the, you know, fall to the ground and it's just black down there. Right. And I reached my hand down. Cause like I said, he was a small kid. Like I'm not, I wasn't big then myself, but yeah, you know, he was definitely small. So I reached down like my hand into the darkness to get him. And I feel a hand grab onto my, I start pulling it up and it wasn't him. I just let go. I saw that guy drop back in the darkness again. And I hear over here, fucker. So I move my hand over a little bit farther and I pulled him up. Um, so skid row, uh, slash a snake pit 95. Wow. And then number three, which always gets everybody collective soul. Like, it's yeah, I don't see soul, that. 95 and it's just going nuts and it was kind of like sister christian the world i know it's yeah. just a, and there's fucking feet hitting me in the back of the head during it because people are body surfing i'm like but that doesn't make sense you know what alcohol so uh there we go um uh, i wish i would have been at that show um out the 29 palms but the week before they were in vegas Yes. did you see the led screens i did like, Again, that was... uh, i got in my shout outs i'll pull it up here real quick um it was uh well we'll get there don't worry about it um but yeah, yeah uh the led screens they know, look so they fantastic had, yes um so there was some good shots of those i forget which one that was in um that might have been either it was either vegas or west windover those were where the two shows um were um so you know three last three shows seem to have been great we do have some new night ranger music have you gotten i have not gotten it you know what the more i listen to it the more i like it like i find songs getting caught caught in my head at first i was (laughs) you know i think a little hesitant on it and I mean, I still am because I always want my musicians writing the music. It's not like I'm not listening right. to George Strait where it's him singing. Everybody else writes the music. If it's Night Ranger, I mostly want it written by Night Ranger. All right. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of in that same boat. I'm a little I'm always a little gun shy when it's this yeah. kind of a project. But there are some songs in there definitely getting stuck in my head. Uh, so they did a real, you know, it's a real well put together you know so i like the album cover you got the back big photo all that and then you got it's a gatefold with all the lyrics. i like that um <laughs> the only thing i don't know is if they're all on the white marble vinyl um the frontiers website says it's limited to 400 white vinyl, white marble vinyl but i don't know if like if i bought it off amazon if it would be the same so i need to I guess buy it off amazon and see but here is the white marble vinyl and you can see the yeah the, you know the, the label there so um yeah i mean good stuff it's new brad gillis uh you know, it's got Brad's playing on it. And what's cool yeah. is it's got a little bit different type of playing. You know, it's not strictly how he played with Night Ranger. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Um, new Night hey, Ranger. Can yeah. you uh, pause for just a second? I have to no. go do something. I have to. I have a sprinkler going in my front yard, and there's a service person here to, with a sprinkler spraying. Get out of here. I'll, I'll just keep talking. Just keep talking. I'll, I'll be right back, everybody. All right. So, Jeez, it's always something with these guys. What do we got? Let's play. What do we got sitting around the uh, the old uh, 
the old studio here. You guys probably seen us sitting in the back a few times. The uh, this cool thing, but it's actually a birdhouse. Holy shit! You always wanted one of them, didn't you? So um, yeah, I probably won't use it as a birdhouse. Fuck them birds. But uh, yeah, this was. Uh, there's an artist. I don't know if I got his name, but uh, at Monsters of the Mountain, he had all these different birdhouses with the band's logos. He hand painted. So if you're at Monsters of the Mountain, and they, this was maybe forty five bucks. I mean, shit, can't beat that. What else we've got here? Look at this. I think I've shown this before. So this is the advertisement the guys probably saw when they're like, holy shit, there's a country band with the name Ranger. So the Rangers. And if you go back into our podcast history, I interviewed Britt Gilmore, which is bam, bam, bam. So he talks about the Rangers and their career some pretty cool stuff what else we got weaver while andy's while gagging around look at this an old advertisement for night ranger in 1993 <coughs> the shark club i think that was in colorado if i'm wrong i don't care night ranger with special guest wild heart 75 east Harmon. So there you go. Look at that. Look, Moon for Gary Moon era, I guess. I don't know. Um, what else we got here? Shit, I don't know. Um, oh, look at this. I don't think this is still available on the website, but you got the Night Ranger Christmas ornament. You know, there we go. Ain't Christmas, so you got that thing hanging up somewhere to piss off your family. Uh, let's see what we got back here. What is this? This is 45, well, 7 inch, not 45, 7 inch. <coughs> Probably played on 33 and a third speed of Don't Tell Me You Love Me with the Epic label. So everything released in England and I think Canada was released with the epic label so there you go from england seven inch you're gonna need it you need that cool epic label there what else we got josh christopherson well i don't know let's grab some more shit let's see what we got um here we go what's this so have you seen those uh commercials for um make your own ticket stub because everything's digital nowadays i tried it out and I printed one off for the Journey show. This So this is one of those, you know, uh, subforge, stubforge is the name of this one. So you go in, you hand type all your information in, and it, they print it off just like it's a ticket stub from Ticketmaster. It feels the same, looks the same. So like I printed an evening with Journey, Toto, Shot Scene Arena, and the yeah. date there. So Don't, you know, I miss what. What, what was this? You, you can print your own tickets. I didn't. I, I'm sorry. I was so there's there's different. Yeah. 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 Podcast okay. isn't your I'll number catch one. With you. Podcast isn't your number one priority. We get that sprinkler uh, boy. Anyway, I'll explain later what's going on. So <laughs> you know how you got digital. Everything's digital. Well, yeah. there's web, different websites out there. 
where you can type in your information and make your own tickets. So awesome. I tried it and you know it came out really well now it's five bucks each so that right there is five bucks and that one was five bucks Oh, okay um and i think shipping was five bucks so if you're going to do it i would say make a list of all the shows you know you have tickets for and do it all at one time because i think shipping's just kind of a flat rate <laughs> but um oh, that's but, really cool yep so there you go um so we got skills. So uh, we got a couple anniversaries, Brent uh, or Andrew. Um, seven wishes. Yes. Thirty-seven years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, I mean, it don't feel as bad for me because I was like eight. I guess you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it, all it right, doesn't yeah. feel great for me. Um, but uh, um. And so I posted on Night Ranger's page. And for those that do the social media for Night Ranger and the other guys. So um, can you hear my mic? Yeah, Anything did you? Longer? I saw you bump yeah. it. Did it kick off? I It acted like it did. Anyways, um, so um, I put on there, like, where were you in the summer uh spring yeah. of where were you in the spring of 85 and everybody wrote their answers oh, i was getting night ranger tickets and stuff like that was texting kelly a little bit and um and i mentioned hey you might want to go look at the night ranger page seven wishes 37 years a lot of people made a lot of comments and he sent back a really good message about how much he enjoys reading that stuff because when they're in that, you know, they were in like a bubble. They didn't get the experience and know what it means to people. So, <clears throat> you know, the guys aren't good at, you know, they, they're not going to reply to stuff. You reply to one, you have to reply to 500 yeah. people, but they do read it. Um, so, uh, but it was cool, you know, 37 years. Uh, Brad brought up hearing aid, 36. Fantastic. So tell, tell me what your memories are of that. Man, I'm telling you, so the you gotta, I don't know, you probably were too young. Maybe you don't, I don't know, you had a pretty good memory back then, but you know that the USA for Africa and we are the world and all that stuff. I was, uh, I was in Hands Across America. Yeah, you were, nerd. I was. And uh, so at that time, the everybody was, all these artists were doing this thing, and it seemed like the USA for Africa, while it was really cool, it really ignored the metal guys. And I believe it was Dio. You could somebody can correct yeah, me if I'm Dio, wrong. Yeah, Dio. I think it was, was. Yeah. Dio came up with hearing aid. And it's just a shot for the metal guys. And, and you got to figure in that time, eighty. What is it? Eighty six. Um, metal was really still okay. You know, we weren't. We were still a few years out from grunge, so we were on the charts. We I say we like I'm part of it. Our groups were still on the charts, and um. Man, I was stoked when this thing came out because I was like, yeah, my my music is being represented. The best part, and you can go and find this, and maybe, Josh, we can find the video, and if you didn't already post I think somebody might have posted it on the page. But there's a long-form video of it where they do the behind-the-scenes. You see some of the backstage stuff, but the guitar solo section of this thing is fan-freaking-tastic. I mean, they, they had a slew of guitar players our Brad Gillis being one of them. And the, the awesome part of this is 
and I don't know how many people are like this. I can tell for the most part, a lot of guitar players by their style, not all of them. I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking about, but in that particular song, they had a super long guitar solo and they gave each guitar player, you know, eh, two measures, maybe three measures to really show their stuff. And uh, Brad, of course, with his signature whammy bar and all that stuff. I mean, it was, it was just so freaking cool to see Night Ranger represented there. And, and the song's not bad. I mean, one of my favorite parts is Jeff Tate of Queensryche singing his part. They do this great profile shot of Tate. He's like, rah, rah, rah. Uh, I'm not going to do my Tate light vocals right now. I'm still a little chest congestion, so I won't hit the notes correctly. But um, it was a fun time to be alive and be a teenager, man. And then hearing aid was just awesome. And I, I go back every now and then and just watch that just for the, especially if you get to the behind the scenes part, because they interview the guys from Spinal Tap. And I, have you ever seen it, Josh? I don't think I've seen like the long form. So they, they're interviewing people like backstage and they're talking to David St. Hubbins and Nigel. And that's the famous line where they go. Uh, I like how he, uh, he the Ingve, Ingwe guy uses Ingwe J. Malmsteen. So as not to confuse you with all the other Ingwe Malmsteens in the phone book, <laughs> you know. And then Nigel's like, yeah, I heard him play. And he goes, I might as well turn my, my guitar into a coffee table. I can't play like that at all. <laughs> you know, and it's. It's one of those things. If you're a Spinal Tap guy, uh, it was it was awesome. <laughs> so, so if you weren't a musician, what do you think you do? Uh, haberdasher? You think yeah. you like doing that? What are the hours? Um, <laughs> I could be a shoe salesman. A size nine. Yeah, I think we have that. Oh no, no. we don't have that. <laughs> so, um, record store day stuff. So, you can now get this with shipping on eBay for like 17 18 bucks there's, there's no reason why you can't get it oh um, sweet so that is the cost that it was out at the stores um green vinyl that i chose the color for bam go get it the uh somewhere in california i see it now on ebay for 49.99 it was about a 29 to 32 dollar record <laughs> so it's coming down um so as long as there's uh some supply it should still keep uh coming down so uh, it's, i've i've seen it now for 49 um dollars uh that's just on ebay i don't know if you go out to the uh indie stores and look on their websites they may have it for the retail price i haven't looked um also, you got some new music from Iconic, which is a band that features Joel Hoekstra, a uh, dude from Striper, and a slew of others. Um, they've got a couple new songs out that are pretty yeah. good. I heard one um, of the songs I really like. Um, the question I do have, maybe you have the answer, is why is um, Michael Sweet wearing an eye patch? He had something wrong with his cornea. But so that's, we, that's that's a real thing. He's not trying to be no, fashionable. Well, the only, no, the only thing I okay. don't know is... Like he has the eye patch in that, but in some striper stuff that was just released, he doesn't. So is one older than the other? You gotcha. know, I I don't know. Um, All right, but that's he's fair not. Enough. But Mike, but the striper guy's not singing in iconic. He's playing rhythm guitar, which is odd because he's got a phenomenal voice. Well, it's kind of like Jack Blades playing mostly <laughs> bass in Revolution Saints. It's all about name value when it comes to that that kind of stuff. And for those that don't know. Uh, uh, Brad Gillis has jumped on the fans in motion 
train and uh i am doing his social media so brad now brad's really involved on linkedin so we're we're still you know doing his linkedin and i'm taking that and moving it over we're creating some stuff like for skills we put stuff up for that so um if you don't have linkedin brad's on there and then we got his facebook and his instagram going the Twitter, there's two Twitter pages he has. We got to figure out which one we're going to use and stuff like that before that gets going. But uh, Brad is going. So we got Brad, Jack, Brad, Jack, Kelly, and Eric. And, you know, we and some carry stuff um, all going social media wise uh, with our organization. How about that, Padre? Cool, cool beans. Uh, two things. Um... I, it's awesome that Brad is, um, you know, aware and he's getting involved and uh, hopefully to see more posts by Brad. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And I think it's one of those things like, and I think you've talked about with Kelly, like that they do see the stuff. We hope that they do because, uh, you know, the page is nothing but love for these guys. And uh, it's awesome to think that they are reading that stuff or that they are at least aware of it. Um, but I also wanted to mention, and again, I have it in the shout outs, but I'll go ahead and do it now because you're talking about it. Uh, Mike Smith had brought up, uh, posted a pic warning about the fake uh, Jack Blades account that's out there. Um, can you speak to everybody and let them know, like, Jack's A, never going to message you personally like that via Facebook, and he's never going to use the stupid name that they had under. Well, if you look, most of those messages, I think, come from Instagram. Yeah. So if you look, it'll say that they have like zero followers. So that's your first tip off. Your first tip off should be Jack Blades messaging you. The second one should be just go to the pages messaging you and you'll see zero followers. Now there was one that was really good and I don't know what they were doing, but they just, they damn near cloned the page. They had the, the right numbers of followers and the people we were following and they in instagram and facebook have made it hard to get those blue check marks um you know their management is supposed to be working on that and i think they're running into issues i so, think i like i always tell people it's it's just it's an old adage of like if it's too good to be true it is I mean, just use your head. Do you really think Jack Blades or Brad or Kelly is just going to out of nowhere message well, you? Listen, He's not. Now, if listen, you have a relationship with him. are people who I've gotten, you know, who have sent me where they're like, hey, is this real? And I'm like, no, but they have carried on a conversation. Yeah. Like a pretty good conversation with this person. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like where they have talked, like then the person knows a little bit about the band, you know, and they've, they said stuff. I'm not going to talk about the stuff they say, right. but it's, but it's personal stuff. They, they, they know something about the band and these people believe them. And it does. I mean, there's people out there who will just believe it and will send money. And I mean, I've always joked that, you know, it's a, if you give them money, it's just a tax for being dumb. But uh, I mean, essentially, but don't. Yeah, just 
listen, I mean, not that I'm, I know the guys, they're not going to message you on Facebook. They're not going to mess, mess. Yeah. I do their social media. They barely message me. <laughs> you know, text me. Yeah, so, they're private people. They, they have no reason <laughs> to, me- to just randomly yes. message a fan. All right. So just, they're not going to send you any, and here's the thing. Um, I don't think if they wanted to, I don't think they know half of them don't know how to do it. So uh, <laughs> that's so, the key thing right there. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> so it's just, yeah. So don't, you know, if you got a question, send me the screenshot and I'll just, you know, I'll virtually slap you across the face and tell you to smarten up. So a couple of new things in the collection. I don't think I had this. I just bought it. It wasn't very much. The Explorers okay. soundtrack, which I think this, what's different about this? Is this Canadian or something? Um, anyways, it has This Boy Needs to Rock, performed by Night Ranger. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Man, I love that song. And I don't know. Like, this has some of the orchestra stuff on it. So I don't know if the, the, this, the regular soundtrack has the orchestra stuff. And then one soundtrack has like the, the songs and this is a collage of it, but which I think it is, but this has the night Ranger and the Robert Palmer song. <laughs> and then the rest would be all the orchestra stuff. So anyways, night Ranger, mid eighties, 1986, 85. Explorers. Rock um, was on the Explorers soundtrack. Here's something cool. Look at this. So this is a for Columbia Record and Tape Club members, November of '85. So you would have gotten your magazine and you would have flipped through and picked out your whatever record you wanted. And oh yeah, I did that many a time. Selections. Uh, here's the big Night Ranger. Man, that is bad to the bone. Who's that from? Is that Columbia House, did you say? Yes, that's Columbia House. So, um, Seven Wishes, their top 10 album with the MTV favorite and top 10 smash, Sentimental Street, and hit four in the morning. Three years ago, Night Ranger burst onto the scene from out of from out of the West, lighting up the lives of fans everywhere with their own special brand of rock lightning. First came the Dawn, Dawn Patrol, that is, heralding the dazzling rise of brilliant new supergroup. Then came Midnight Madness and these Bay Area blockbusters provided you can still rock in America with three number one hits. Now Night Ranger is back for round three, answering the wishes of millions of rock fans with their brand new no, Pull No Punches top ten album, Seven Wishes, with its top ten Super Smash, Sentimental Street. Let's see here. Billboard praises Night Ranger's big arena sound and those vocal harmonies fans just can't seem to get enough of. And Cashbox exclaims that Seven Wishes is a solidly rocking LP with Night Ranger's patented melodic rock sound and Jack Blade's amazingly consistent songwriting. Um, You'll hear the solid rock harmonies and creative keyboard work by Alan Fitzgerald on the title track. Driving, pounding rock on faces, the explosive twin guitars of Brad Gillis, ex Ozzy Osbourne, and Jeff Watson on the power pack. This boy needs to rock. Plus, lots more on the Night Rangers' solid sound, all intense and all driven by Kelly Kagey's killer drums and Jack Blade's booming bass. 
which really isn't booming on the mix of that record. Um, so uh, grant your wish for the best in rock with seven wishes by Night Ranger. Whoever wrote that did a pretty good job getting that's yeah. good hype. And they mentioned every single member. Um, so um, there you go. You can also get Midnight Madness, but I don't see that you can get Dawn Patrol. Um, Air Supply, Oak Ridge Boys, Minute Work, Tom Petty, John Cafferty, and the Beaver Brown Band. L's to the yes, right there. Freddie Mercury, Joe Walsh, Carly Simon. I'm just naming the, like the photos in here. Melissa Manchester, the, the Carpenters, Barbara Mandrell. Uh, let's see here. L Lacey J. Dalton, TJ Shepard, Johnny Lee. I've been looking for love. And then Prince, Phil Collins, and Madonna. <laughs> and this has got, I mean, I, I paid maybe 12 bucks for this. Got to be somewhat rare because no one kept these. Now, so when I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, I think I gotta get that." And then this is something I, I've been tracking down. So my buddy James Gillum, listener to the page, and um, met him at uh, when I took my kid down to the Florida show last year in Tampa. He was there and got to meet him, and he got my kid a Mickey Mouse ears or something like that. He works at Walt Disney World. So he's a vinyl guy, and he sent me a picture. It's like, my daughter's bought this for me today at, uh, at, the, record, at the record shop. $4. And he showed me a picture. I'm like, what is that? I've never seen that. So he sends me some more pictures, and it was a Midnight Madness from the Philippines. I'm like, I didn't even know this damn thing existed. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like well, when your daughter gets it to you, let me know. We'll work out a trade. I'll figure something <laughs> out, right? Well, a month went by, and I, I was doing something. I was looking for something specific on Midnight Madness. And I, I don't know if it was like I wanted to see what a club issue looked like. Anyways, I just typed in Midnight Night Ranger Midnight Madness. And this was like one of the first ones that popped up was one of the ones from the Philippines. 20 bucks. I bought it. So... Here it. is my copy of Midnight Madness from the Philippines. And what really stands out is it's the only one that has this like little hype sticker, but it's on the cover. Yeah. That's what first brought me to it uh, when he showed me that. I'm like, okay, that's different. So it's got, that's the big difference on it. I mean, the back, it's got a different feel to it. Um, and then on the back, it's still basically the same. Uh, you can see down here at the lower part it does says manufactured in the Philippines. <coughs> so that is part of what's different. The other part that's kind of cool and different is, and most of your like South American and really just your South American or some of the islands, like if you get anything from like the Philippines, Indonesia, they all come in this plastic sleeve. Yeah. But the other thing that's unique about it is it comes on the Epic label. That's epic. It is. Um, so, and this thing was pristine. Amazing for the Philippines because most of the time when they first buy them, they would 
tie them to the back of their bike and drag them. Um, and so Epic was, you can get these on the Epic label, I think, from England and Canada for the first two records. But, uh, yeah, if you look, it says Philippines on the label. And then it's got the darker Epic label, which the other two are a little bit lighter. And there is an England version that has a white label. Epic. So uh, knock that off my list. My buddy James, like I said, he's the one that, you know, alerted yeah. me to it. And then I just happened to get lucky. I wasn't even looking for it. I'm like, wait a second. I saw the, you know, the song yeah. titles on the corner there. So that's new with the, the uh, collection. Um, so let's get to the fans in motion stuff. What do you got there, uh, Andrew? I got a page of shout outs here. Um, you know, this is usually where Brent's shines and uh, he is not with us today because we're recording while he is working. So I will do my best to step in to be Brent. Uh, minus the Paul Stanley impersonations. I will not do that for Josh. And um, um, he did ask me to do um, a, a thing. Um, when I told him we were recording, he did ask me to do a, a song for you, Josh. Uh, Mark Green away, Mark Green away. So uh, I did it. He said that you would hate that. So uh, there he is. Why would you do that? I just got a little bit of Brent while he's not here. So let me get on with the shout outs. I, I, you know, I don't know how Brent does it. So I kind of went back. He don't know how he does it. So just wait. Yeah. So I just kind of pulled up a bunch of people's names. I do not have the background stuff that he does, but I'm just going to mention names and tell you what, why I brought them up. I'm going back, starting with a a couple of names. I'm going to butcher fantastically. And I will apologize in advance. And if Josh, you can help me knock yourself out. Um, P. Buendia Javier? Uh, a little less Spanish on it. <laughs> Javier? <laughs> so uh, showed us their big Night Ranger uh, CD collection. And I don't know if, Josh, you remember this post. If you looked a at it bit. and saw that he, that he had uh, everything. Um, I didn't go that far into it. I know someone asked what the CD was above a certain CD. And that is a bootleg set. And someone had answered it, I'm pretty sure. It was, yeah. a, it's kind of like white and it's got a blue and red Night Ranger logo and then maybe Seven Wishes era. So that is a bootleg. Um, I have it. And it's just like a, it's a show from 84, a show from 85. I think the Marquette, Wisconsin, Good. maybe is one of them. I think maybe it has like Girls All Like It and, um, wild innocent youth but yeah that was a bootleg okay uh, but yes yeah, i mean it seemed like yeah he, he had a lot of the i remember there's like rock masterpiece collection which is from japan the greatest hits he had that so i mean yeah i mean i would say he would have if he has pretty that, solid um i mean i could pick it apart and find something i'm sure but yeah but in a glance it looks like a pretty uh, nice collection i mean i know i don't have all that and i, I consider myself a pretty good fan but that was awesome. And of course, you mentioned that the, uh, what was it, 37 years ago, Seven Wishes came out. I was reminded of that first by a friend of mine and, and member of the page, uh, Alan Wiesenhan, along with a few other people, messaged me uh, on my personal Facebook page. So, um, yeah, uh, my quick memory of that is I remember getting it on cassette. First song, Seven Wishes. I was like, God, this is awesome. And uh, my highlight of that 
year was Brent and I camping out for Night Ranger tickets, which apparently was not necessary to do because uh, we got front row without losing a lot of sleep. But uh, I what a great memory sleeping in a in his car outside of a Swans <coughs> department store. That's the one where the. Um... Is that the one where the uh, Grateful Dead were? Yeah, going on sale. To... Yeah, we thought they were there for Night Ranger, and uh, so uh, yeah. Anyway, we were wrong. Uh, I got uh, Tom Troya who posted his uh, skill CD, which you had mentioned the uh, the album. Um, so that there's that. I love to see supporting you know, the right. other members out on their other projects. So I think uh, I think uh, well, good. Finish yeah. Finish what you're doing. Uh, so skills, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, he posted the CD, right? He posted the copy. I, I'm assuming it was the CD and he, he showed that he'd got his copy. And, uh, like always, I mean, it's, I think it's great to support these things, even though I don't have a copy yet. Same with Joel and iconic. And even I saw, and I didn't get the name and I'm going to probably maybe somebody will correct me on it. Uh, Michael Cardelloni had a uh, art exhibit in a Wentworth gallery. So, you know, it's in the universe and let's support these people. And Michael Carlin is a Buckeye. Who day? Uh, or OH, whichever. <laughs> um, so going on my list here, Marty Papworth. Oh, so before you get to Marty Papworth, I found, yeah. uh, how do you pronounce his name again? You did it so well the first time. Buendia Javier. Yes. So the vinyl collection, um, you know, I mean, he's got a version of each record. Um, the unique thing he has is if you look that midnight madness has yeah. that dark blue, almost purplish hype sticker. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that. I didn't know what that was. That's, that's the hype sticker for his Mexican copy. Don't they stop? Yeah. So uh, um, I need that. Um, then the <laughs> C the CDs. Um, yeah, I mean, he's um, – I don't see – well, no. He doesn't have Rock in Japan 97 with the hologram. He's got Rock in Japan Greatest Hits without the hologram cover. That's just something I see just right away. Yeah, yeah. Um, or the Hole in the Sun. Well, you know what? Take that back. Second picture. He's got it. But I don't see Hole in the Sun with the Japanese – you know the ugly like shadow yeah, yeah. cover the silhouettes so maybe there's that but uh this was the record the cd there right there that people were asking about oh okay and that's a, a bootleg it says find me a thrill it's kind of got like a japanese like obi strip on the cover yeah. to make it look cool i mean it was put together okay for a bootleg but um <laughs> so yeah i mean He's got mostly everything. He's got Brad and Jeff solo records. There's obviously, like I said, a few things, little things missing, but I mean, for the. Um, well, they're trying to catch up with you, Josh, and that's probably well, why you know what? he like, listens to the Collector Series episodes and, um, you know, he's chasing Josh now. Instead yeah. of uh, chasing Amy, he's chasing Josh. Oh, that happens. Uh, so, uh, what the hell was that noise? Um, did you hear that? No, it's probably in your house. Has some beeping thing on my computer. Oh, um, let's see what that is. I don't know. <laughs> all right, so uh, all right, get to uh, uh, 
uh, Wadsworth. Uh, Marty Papworth was uh, who posted the pick of all the Night Ranger new backgrounds. Um, I don't know if you know or can talk any detail on that, but it looks like they've got some new uh, video production going on, uh, new backgrounds, which are just awesome. Well, and, and thank you for posting them because that is so cool. I think that was more what the venue had. Okay. So the venue had that, and then I would assume Steve somehow was able to go in and manipulate. I'm sure he has like the files. Right. And then he was probably able to add like 40th anniversary and stuff to him. So when they do go to a venue that has those capabilities, um, they can do it because those screens, you know, those aren't night, night Rangers themselves. So, uh, right. Right. But yes, they were able to do alternate screens and stuff yes. like that. So looks great. And it was, it was great to see that. <laughs> Thank you, Marty, for taking the pics and, uh, you know, it's one of the things I love about the page is uh, the people who go to see the shows that we can't attend. We can kind of live through them. So uh, speaking of that, we go on to Russ Dillingham and Jesse Duran, half of Duran Duran. Uh, Russ is the one who posted the video of the crowd surfing, which we talked about earlier. And um, again, well, probably one of the greatest moments in Night Ranger history. And Russ captured it for us. So thank you, Russ, for that. And Jesse had a ton of uh, picks from the show, so uh, from the Vegas show, which is awesome. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, was was the was the Vegas show the surfing? No, that was no the, uh... right. That was someone else. So Ru Russ just posted videos of, from the Vegas show. So sorry, he had the ones close up of Brad. I'm, I my note didn't show that. I'm sorry, my bad. Uh, Mike Smith, of course, I mentioned posted the video or the pick about the fake Jeff Blades accounts, and again, please don't buy into that they're never going to message any of us um our friend of the show john juanito davy made a nice post about liking and subscribing our youtube page um it's always nice to get some support and some love and uh you know he made a mention about how there's 6800 people on the page and only 300 people subscribe to the youtube page and trying to help us out there so that's awesome john we thank you for that and the other great thing that he did and i really love this was he posted a cool pic of his concert timeline schedule from 82 83 showing uh i guess the concert he either went to or was going to and uh, the highlight for us of course would be the uh the march 29th which i assume 1983 show Night Ranger and Sammy Hagar. So, uh, which again, I posted a pic three years ago. I was seeing Night Ranger and Sammy Hagar in Indianapolis. And uh, Josh, were you at that show? Was not. It was fantastic. And I know a few people had commented on my post that they were there. Uh, it was a great, great afternoon of music. Of course, you can't go wrong with Night Ranger and Sammy and for my for my money. So, uh, yeah, John Davy, what a great post that was. Uh, another name I'm going to destroy, and I do not mean anything by it, but Takekazu Kobayashi. Again, showing off his brilliant replica Brad Gillis guitar, uh, asking for suggestions on which guitar strap to use. And I think our friend of the show and friend of the band, Brad Gillis, chimed in and told him which one he should absolutely use. So, uh, you know, his guitar is fantastic, and uh, he's he's just super cool for post i like when he posts his pics i don't care for me it's a personal thing um i don't know if i ever told this story on the podcast but um 
when I was at Monsters of the Mountain, <clears throat> I was actually there helping them. Yeah. I, I wasn't there just doing social media stuff. Ed needed some extra help. I went and helped. Huh. And from the dressing room to the stage, they had two stages there. And they were playing on the opposite, the farthest stage. But just to either stage to the dressing room, 200 yards at least. Okay. So I'm in the dressing room. They're getting ready to go on. Ed hands me Brad's guitar. Take out to Ryan. Just hands it to me. Next thing, now I'm holding it, right? I'm like, holy fucking shit. I'm holding, you know, Bubba or whatever. Hey, this is it. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want this responsibility, you know? And (laughs) so uh, I grab it with both hands and I start walking. And as I'm walking, not too far outside of the dressing room, the guitar strap, I feel it bang against my leg. And I just think that the you know, guitar, the lock yeah. has come on done. You know, most of his guitars do that. You can get strap locks or just yeah. lock, pull the, pull the little thing out on locks. And I just assumed it wasn't locked. And so I, but I didn't lock it. I just took the strap, wrapped it around my arm a couple of times and then held it. And of course the stage door is locked. Because you got to go outside. I had to, you know, because if not, I had to go through the crowd. Surely, fuck, wasn't doing that. So you would go through this door on this floating dock and go through another door. Yeah, that door's locked. So now I'm standing outside. I can't get b- backstage. So there's a cop there. I'm like, I need to get this on the other side of this door. So he runs around and blah 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 and opens the door. So I get, you know, now I'm already a little bit late, right? Yeah. So um. I finally get to Ryan and I hand it to him. He's like, what the fuck happened? I'm like, what do you mean? And the, the, the guitars, the, the strap didn't like the, the strap didn't come unlocked. The whole bolt came out of the guitar. Oh, okay. All right. I'm like, I just looked at him and go, listen, I'm just telling you, that's how it came. When I, they handed yeah. it to me, I go, I didn't trip, didn't fall, didn't do anything. And he's like, it's all right. I'll fix it. So, you know, I mean, the thing's probably been, you know, redone a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. The first time I carry it. Yeah. You know, and I almost think like, I was almost like, it's just like one of the, like the rookie, like they're fucking with me. Like, yeah. You know, where you send someone into like the auto store, go ask for blinker fluid or headlight fluid or. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, um, but it wasn't, I asked Ryan later, you know, you guys just fucking with me. Was there something wrong? He's like, no, really, it came out. So, um, anyways, yeah. So, talking about Brad's guitar and everything, that, that was, I don't think I've ever told that story. Oh, so. nice, nice. What a dream. I love it. <laughs> um, did you have any others? I do. I got a few more, if you'll yeah. bear with me. Uh, James Reed, he found a man in motion vinyl in the wild and shared it to the page. So, um, that's always cool. And whenever I'm in a record store, if I see a Night Range album, I always move it to the front of the section so people see it. So it's cool that he found it and picked it up. Um, Gonzalo Milano, he posted a video of his band playing Don't Tell Me You Love Me uh, with an eight-year-old drummer playing with him, which was 
pretty freaking awesome. Uh, he's posted a few guitar videos all on the page, and that's uh, I always love seeing this. So that's cool. I love seeing that. Um, my probably one of my favorite posts in the recent time, Matt Kessler, offering up his backyard in southeastern Pennsylvania for a Night Ranger show. And I posted, I'm in, man. I'll bring, I'll chip in some money, and I'll bring, I'll bring me and my. Uh, my night ranger shirt and we'll uh, we'll do it if you can get the josh if you can drop that in their ear yeah. uh look they play the midwest all the time so just tell them to make a quick stop at matt kessler's property and we'll all be there um then some uh, yahoo named josh posted a memory from 2011 meet and greet with the guys yeah, that was pretty cool um he looks a lot like our host but skinnier so skinnier a little bit younger yeah I must be a- your a brother or something or a well cousin? not only was i skinnier but i sucked it in right yeah. when it, at the right point i'm at a right angle to where it even looks better so i wasn't quite that skinny i just happened to uh but uh but yeah i was a leaning fighting machine then did uh did a uh what uh 20 something year old josh think back then he would be um working in cahoots with these guys at some time in the future oh and that picture that, I w- is that where it started i would have been 34 in that photo <laughs> so um yeah no uh i would not so and that, 10 and years that, later you would be uh, that that meet and greet was uh 50 bucks 70 bucks where was that do you recall i don't remember if you put in, it in the post uh, in detroit it was detroit uh, that's it was right. them foreigner and journey journey and I gotcha. just come back. I bought meet and greets for me, my brother, and um, my a buddy of mine was in the military with me as well. And like I said, I think it was 50, 75 bucks for yeah. <laughs> the meet and greet. Um, so I got a couple. Dave Nadelman. Oh, hold on, quick. I got I got four more and I'll be done. Then you can have it. I'll get hand the back show right to you. Real quick, Brandon Williams was the one who posted the crowd surfing video. So that is uh probably one of the greatest moments in Night Ranger history. Thank you, Brandon, for uh, being Johnny on the spot with your camera and catching that moment. Of course, um, super talented Carrie Ann Supfin doing an amazing job with the hand-painted replica guitars. And also, yep. she threw in a last uh, a little post there of Passion Play nail polish, which I don't currently wear nail polish, but if I did, I like to think I would wear Passion Play. It, uh, it says, you know, I'm here for a good time. Um, friend of the page and personal friend of mine, David Lowry. Thank you. He posts all these awesome uh, guitar videos. He's the guy who's always doing the solos and stuff, sitting in his chair. And uh, he's just a super talented guitar player. Lives here in Nashville, and I I work with him from time to time. And uh, find out he's also a super huge Night Ranger fan. And um, so he, I like when these videos get posted. And uh, so thanks to David. And last but not least, I want to mention a guy who posts. I think, Josh, you could probably verify this almost daily. Uh, Patrick Fitzgerald, you know, he always just posts a video or a, a song. And um, I like when he does this only because uh, sometimes he'll post a song that I haven't thought about in a while. And it makes me go back and like, oh, I want to listen to that song or that album. So, uh, uh, Patrick, thank you for your daily music posts uh, and reminding us sometimes that we need to uh, – not just listen to when you close your eyes and don't tell me you love me, but sometimes the uh, some deeper cuts and uh, your videos and posts remind us of that. So that's what I have. I'm not Brent Walter, and that's not the news. Josh, I hand it back to you. 
Thank you, uh, Andy, for that on-the-scene report. There seems to be turkeys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. They're, oh, oh, my God. The People sign, are running for their lives. The sign says, Happy Thanksgiving from WKRP. Thank you, Les. Uh, all right. So uh, Dave Nadalman posted his sealed copies of Seven Wishes and um, Big Life. Uh, and he had reached out to me. Basically, if you're going to get sealed copies, probably your best bet is Seven Wishes and Big Life because they printed a lot of those that did not sell. Plus, with I mean, Big Life not selling as well as they thought. And cassettes, CDs taking over. You'll you'll find those sealed and still with the cutouts. So the cutouts are little. You'll see little cuts on the bottom, usually on the bottom of Seven Wishes and on the side of Big Life. Um, James Reed posted his Man in Motion vinyl. Uh, those are going up in price because we've I say we've uh, created some Night Ranger vinyl collectors and uh, people are trying to. Um, get those michelle nelson posted a track the distance between from a new revenge um as a band for carrie kelly um carrie kelly uh ripper owens used to be in judas priest a couple others um really good rock melodic album if you guys have not heard it go find a new revenge album as enemies and lovers uh you'll be highly surprised very good record Shapin Chapin did one of his rumors in the air where he had uh, the supergroup G Ranger, which is Night Ranger and Garth Brooks and a smattering of others. And there is the uh, our uh, Japanese Obiashi. Yes, uh, he's asking what guitar strap should he go with his Brad Gillis replica and the I man like the himself, skin. the man himself. You can't get this on any other Night Ranger page. You can't get it on Fans in Motion, though. The ultimate Night Ranger experience is on our page, okay? The man himself tells you his opinion. I would go with the Python and pop the red and black on another like I do. Yes. There he goes. I totally agree with that. You know what? Uh, if that was me, though, I'd reply back, yeah, I think you're wrong. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that's, that's, that's an opinion. Everyone has one. Here's another thing. If you're on the page, Night Ranger announced that Sacramento show. It got announced on our page first because I'd already posted on the Night Ranger page. You can really only do about one post a day there. Or no one's going to see it. So I posted on our page first. So if you're on our page, you got and you're in California, Sacramento, you got first access to the tickets before um, it was shared on the Night Ranger page. And here is the uh yeah so look at what's below that's the actual page name all right so bad ibx 892 all you gotta do is search that on instagram and you'll just go to the page you're going to be able to tell that that's um not yeah yep so uh carrie ann who i don't like her last name she (laughs) showed her fans of motion stickers on her water bottle and speaker there if you want a fans of motion sticker get a hold of me maybe i will send you one <coughs> all right we are done andrew good job good job uh this is uh fans of motion 
track us down. You can go to the website. It's up and going again. I got it fixed. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the YouTubes. Um, Apple Podcasts, Audio Mac, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Yeah, I don't listen. Find to us. us. Listen to us. Share that. Get somebody. Uh, turn somebody on. And then get them to like the page. Yes. Right, whatever works for you. You know what? If you're listening to this, watching this on the YouTubes, or not, I don't give a shit where you're at. Go to YouTube. Click subscribe. We need subscribers there. Instagram. Go to the Instagram. Go to the Twitter. The Twitter is is good because I share a lot of information on that that I don't share elsewhere because it's so freaking easy. So Twitter, fans of motion, Instagram, uh, fans of motion. Andy. Hey, real quick. Uh, on the YouTubes, our one YouTuber who refuses to join Facebook, BB Klima, or Klima, however you pronounce it. Did you catch how uh, they ask about where was my song lyric for the Johnny Cola episode? And I had one. I told him, I said, I had one ready. Josh nixed it in the beginning. Yeah, we got um, shit to do, man. We don't have time. We... But the, the, like, where's the Night Ranger? I said, I didn't have a nature. I actually had the lyrics to If This Is It from Huey Lewis pulled up, ready to go. But I know you were... You had a, a you wanted to get to the interview, but uh, I had it ready because that was a song co-written by Johnny Cola himself. Yeah, it was, and it's a fantastic Huey Lewis song. It is. So, so anyway, uh, real quick, you see a YouTube, uh, the, the, they comment, and we try to get back to them. So, Josh, I got nothing <laughs> else, buddy. I got to go out and deal with my sprinkler issues. All right, we'll get your sprinkler going. Everybody else, we will uh, see you next week. Later. Bye bye. <laughs>